We're live. Oh, we're Smashcast. Live. Yeah. Episode 11? Hold on. Episode, I, I had it. I think it's 11. I had it. Episode 11. Here we go. Back at it again, guys. Smash Iron Finis. We're live and on the cut. Today's special guest, Reggie. Reggie. The coach. The head coach of Smash Iron Finis. The, the, uh, the Goundoff of the trainers. Mm -hmm. The guy with Gound the off. wisdom. He's trying to say I'm old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, man. We love you. Um, so, Reggie, um, how long have you been with us now? Let's inform the people. I've uh, been with Smash since, what, January 2018. I joined as a member. Member? Yes. Came in here, right? And you're the first person I saw, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, um, literally. You want to tour? I was like, no, I just want to join. It was me and Shane and his first daughter, right? Yeah. And then he's like, okay, um, all right, let's do this. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And then like after what three months, four months, started working here as a as a coach, as a trainer. Yeah. I've been here ever since, and I ain't leaving. And I, I ain't fucking leaving. I ain't fucking leaving. I ain't leaving. <laughs> Hi guys. Hey, look, we got some we got some people on here. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was seriously the, the easiest sign-up of my life. Literally, I was sitting at the desk. It was late night. I think it was like 7, 8 o'clock at night. It was a little bit earlier. It was like, I think 6. You think? Because yeah. it was dark. I feel yeah, like yeah. it was oh, dark. Yeah. It was like maybe winter time. It was, it was January 2nd. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it was definitely winter. Yeah. And then you come in with Shane, and it's like, we want to sign up. I'm like, okay. And like, <laughs> we, we were just open from where our grand opening was December. Yeah. And so you came in literally a month after, just like, I want to sign up. I'm like, okay, don't ask questions. Just sign them up, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> no, like, uh, it was actually from like, um, your strongman crew, like Dave mm. and Justin, Justin, you know, Saberna. Saberna, that guy. Yeah. Love were, that guy. <laughs> they, were, they were saying like, hey, you know, um, our friend is basically opening a gym, right? That, um, they're not gonna frown upon you guys powerlifting and whatever you guys are doing. I was like, all right, cool, sounds good to me. Yep. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it. I'm sold. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then what you said three? So it was only three months. That's that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Only three months after. Yeah, three you, months that after. You asked, that you like, hey, let me. Is it okay if I train? Right? Yeah, because I'm, you know, I see you here when you were like mm -hmm. late night preparing for your wedding, right? It's crazy. And then, um, yeah, because like my, my, some of my old. My clients were like, oh, you're, are you still training? I was like, you know what? I am going to train again. And I was like, I don't have a place yet, but mm. masses guys, you know. Okay. So, so that's, that's a good question to go into because I don't know if I even asked you this. Like, so what got you, I guess, back into training? And like, what was the reason behind that? And, what kept, and like, what's keeping you going now? Well, I stopped doing like gen pop and all that stuff is because of um, when I started dating Mindy I don't want any you know mm. so he mostly trained female clients so I gave that a shot basically what it is yeah and that's all okay and then um when I, I was still training like you know a part of the thing and a team and all that stuff but it is it's always been a part of my life I've been training for like almost 30 years now mm. you know mm. and 
I always like helping people achieve yeah. their goals, and it's always something about you know that that I always want. Like I always liked about that's one of the aspects of the job that I always liked. Being able to give back essentially oh, and help people. Yeah. So tell people that your background. So like what like, yeah, what's your background and what what have you studied and whatnot? So my background was I started training Muay Thai at 15. I was a troubled youth. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. And you know, my counselor was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, you're you're a smart guy. What are you doing with all this stuff? And why are you getting in trouble?" And I'm just like, you know, I'm just I'm just an angry motherfucker. It's about it. Mm. And then, basically, like, well, I got a, I got a solution for you if you're open to it. And I don't, I didn't really have a father. Like, you know, my stepdad was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So basically, Mister um, Afton, if you're still alive, you're the man. I love you, dude. Mm. So he was the actually the guy that connected me with like my first like Thai coach. Awesome. And um, mm-hmm. he was like, this will give you basically the discipline. And it was near the school that like you know I attended the high school I attended. So. It was easy. I, I didn't have any money, and at that time I was like, you know, I was 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was just like, well, you're gonna have to like, you know, basically like clean the mats, mm-hmm. you know, before before school and after school. That's your payment, and then you show up here every day. I was like, all right, sounds about right. Done. And did that. Did that for I was like 14, almost 14 years. And did um, did some jiu-jitsu, like wrestling. All the other stuff, and then, uh, yeah, I my my background in in like studying fitness. Um, I did start training like people when I was what 18, 19 years Stop old. Stop crying, JP. It's okay. I'm trying not to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, bro. It's okay. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be all right. It's a good bro. story. Yeah. <laughs> and and um. I was actually, um, can you see all your major at UNLV before I switched my major into uh, psychology? Mm-hmm. Right? And then um, all the certifications basically from SAC, CPT, TSAC, and then I did like odd other, other stuff so I can get informed, right? But mostly I've, field, I've been in the field for almost 30 years. It's crazy. It's a long time. Yeah. It was a long time. That's no, good. Long time. Me love you long time. <laughs> where were you? Where were you at before Smash Iron? Like, um, where were you training at before? So we were training at this uh, gym. It's called Edge Fitness. So, edge. Yeah, Edge. It, it was um. They, they had two. They had two gyms. It was um. The one by Walmart, by you know, over here by Spring Mountain, and then there's another one by Blue Diamond, mm. and um. Mm. Manage like a couple of studios. Like um, I won't name the orange one because that's uh you know <laughs> it's really gay. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and like uh, <laughs> like anytime fitness, and then um, that's pretty much it. You know, nice. Like, uh, I didn't really train at LVAC. You yeah, know, that's everyone does that. Yeah, everyone. Goals, you know. Yeah, everyone goes yeah. through that that phase. You yeah. you train there too? Huh? But you weren't here. Well, I trained at uh, not Goats? I went LA Fitness. LA Fitness. LA Fitness. LA Fitness. Oh god, yeah. Hour Fitness. Yeah. I used to train at Bally's. Whoa. Oh, that was okay. a long time ago. Yeah. Bally's. Classic. All right. I know. It's crazy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I started. I started in twenty four hour, mm-hmm. and then uh, switched over to LVAC. That's where I just stayed mm-hmm. for uh, for a while. A couple, a few years actually. 
And then okay. City Athletic Club. Mm -hmm. And then become a trainer there. That's where I started. Yep. Hey. There you go. Yeah. Then the gym. That's it. And then the gym. And then and here, here we, we are. are. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. Smash, baby. So where's that? I have a question. Um, what got you into powerlifting? So I've always had this, you know, yearning. Like it's cool to lift heavy weights. I'm like, you know, and when I was a teenager, I've seen this event at the Rio. Oh. Actually, this is the old, 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 like federations. You know what I mean? And. Um, they, I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, they were putting like absurd amount of weight. Mm. So to me, I was like, okay, that's always in my mind. But like, you know, me me being from a combat sport background, mm -hmm. it wasn't conducive to what I was doing. Yeah. So it's always in the back of my mind. But like, you know, you never, you attaining strength or like, you know, gaining strength is never a weakness, right? Mm -hmm. So I did get injured 2009. Like, can't really do much of anything and i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna start lifting mm. i started lifting and most of us like you know what you're gonna hurt yourself again this and i was like bro you don't know me mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like so i disobeyed like basically doctor's orders and found out about that and like um i just kept on continuing to do that then that's basically it yeah. started like you know with my bro <laughs> and then i was like you know what this is actually pretty fucking cool yeah you know nice yeah what got you into powerlifting huh what got you into powerlifting sir jp um that's a good question yeah uh, i think it I, I worked at a powerlifting gym okay and everyone was powerlifting and i was like i was very fascinated with uh strength like when I was my background is a little bit of strength and conditioning I would always ask my coach like oh like how how can you get stronger how do I do this or how do I you know he's like he'd always tell me like oh it's never always about just how strong you are but I'm, a, I'm not a big person so I was like well how do I get stronger how do I become this person you know maybe this persona or whatever um, but yeah that's kind of how it started um, yeah just got a coach and I've been lifting you know I'm for a while I did cross it for a little bit and then I just <gasps> like <Okay>. yeah <laughs> cross it was fun yeah it's camaraderie right that's why for sure you know like sports you know everything that's kind of why I did cross it um, but powerlifting was just <laughs> I wanted to become strong like I really wanted to be a stronger individual and that's kind of why I do it and I stick to it now so where does where did tennis come into play mm-hmm in that journey oh tennis was like my whole life i played tennis for like 20 years of my whole life yeah so like so in middle school as well yeah you, yeah when i was younger my dad would get us tennis lessons or we would go to a person and get tennis lessons so ever since then been playing since i was a young young kid but didn't get into it really until high school and now it's kind of late mm. so i should have got into it earlier um but yeah i was really into it in high school played in Played in college a little bit, played in the juniors a little bit. Um, wanted to try to go pro, but my mental state wasn't there at such a young age. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if I knew the things that I knew now, like what it takes, the dedication, the hard work, the sacrifice, I could do it now mm. in the younger body then. 
Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. And then let's go into that, like, because like you're into sports psychology, right? Yes. So it's like, what what made you choose that, and like, what what have you seen from that? Actually, like, I got into like general psych. It's actually when my um, when my mom she got sick. We didn't have any history of like any mental illness and anything like that or disorder. So I'm just like, well, nobody's answering my question. So how do I find an answer to the question that I'm seeking? Mm. That's why I forsaken my, uh, you know, my kinesiology and like biomechanics major to become a psychologist. Mm. So that was actually a good move because like, you know, I, earned, I, I learned a lot of things from doing that. I, uh, I gained a lot of life skills and I actually related more to like, you know, other people and things Love like that. that. So, yeah. so it is not useless. Mm. A psych major is actually not useless. You know, some, that some were like, ah, oh, you know what, you're just going to be a, you know, you're going to work for a CPS or something. <laughs> I was like, no, it's what you make it to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then there's so much avenues that you can explore as far as like, you know, psychology is concerned, but like, my background is in sports, so I always wanted to have that. You know, I, I'm not the biggest guy, I'm not the strongest guy, I'm not this and that, but I'm just like, what edge do I have mm. as far as that is concerned? It's always been like here, mm. up here. So that just fortified like what he said, like, and if I knew what I knew now from before, I would be like, damn, would have been unstoppable. Exactly. So what? What is that? What are you guys talking about? Like, if you knew what? Okay, when you were younger, right, I didn't really drink or any of that stuff. I didn't use any drugs, except for weed. <laughs> but is that really a drug, you know? But um, I always had that work ethic, but at the same token, you don't really know how to get there. Mm, yeah. You know, I, had, I always had coaches. Coaches were great, but I think some of my coaches are limited when it comes to their, like, now looking back, you know, like, you cut weight fucking with trash bags and all that bullshit, you mm. know, that's, here, eat, it's terrible. eat broccoli and fucking tilapia, mm. like a fucking bodybuilder. Uh, I'm like, mm. I'm like, <laughs> no, Delicious. like, absolutely fucking not, you know, Delicious. right? Delicious. Oh, gross. Yeah. So, and mm. there, there's so much, like, things about just the science of everything mm. from, mental preparation to uh -huh. your physical preparedness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you can actually go ahead and have you know blocks of, this is your off season this is this this is and actually do improve mm -hmm. you know and preserve your body mm. and um yeah i didn't know that i just fucking go that's yep oh my coach told me to do this i'm like cool uh yeah eat that bullshit i'm like all right that's what i gotta do because the coach told me mm. Instead of like me being like, fuck, <laughs> there's actually a better way. <laughs> I don't have to die in a sauna suit, <laughs> you know? Mm. So. so it's it's essentially like prepping, prepping. Well, yeah. It comes down to it, right? Absolutely. Like prepping, planning. Yes. For everything. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And execution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Planning, prepping, executing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, for me it was... Uh, I had the, I had the resources, you know, but it's like honing those resources, like being more efficient. Cause I, when I was younger, we used to play a lot of tennis, but we would literally spend the whole day from like AM to PM just playing, you know, having fun, hanging out with friends, all that stuff. 
um, that's all we did and the structure was there but it wasn't there you know like I wish I had better structure like I could have got in for those 12 16 hours of tr like playing and training or whatever I could have got that done down in like four hours or less and uh, got and got and got better results you know okay you know th those type of things and like the preparation of like understanding like the foods i've been eating like even the sleep even the mental preparation like that one's a huge one because mm -hmm. when you're at a younger age and like when you're like i'm pretty sure for the same thing for combat sports you have to mentally focus and prepare mm. like the first thing is you can't beat yourself that's a huge hurdle <laughs> absolutely and that and that happens like for me especially when we play tennis you're out there by yourself especially in combat sports so it's like what do you like before then you couldn't talk to your coach so you would go out and play a match and that's it no help no you're the coach you're you know if you're having a bad day you better figure out or you're gonna get your ass kicked you know that type of stuff so like that mental battle was very hard and i seen it when i was training even um older kids as well of understanding and teaching them like you have to take it you have to you know be in the moment and then take for the whole big picture of what's going on mm. but yeah i think i think that was it like mental preparation um being more you know executing well you know preparing well so is that something that parents can be better at or what do 100%, you think percent but yeah. at the same time you don't want to burn the kids out as well yeah so there's like there's the the balance so the you can't have like a helicopter mom or like you know exactly or drag like drag an over, mom. overbearing dad <laughs> yep. it's just like yeah they got to be supportive on what what the children does mm -hmm. or what your child does for sure Mm. You want to push them to the, you know, hey, I know you can do better, but you can't be like this and that. Or you know, most of the most of the parents that I see that are, you know, I found like my teammates that were successful. Mm. It was more of a, again, they were just very supportive. There, they have a loving, mm. actually, yeah, it's actually a loving parent. Mm. That makes parents, sense. you know, <laughs> not like you know, like I'm living off sense. my dream to you because I didn't fucking make it. Yeah. He's like, no, dad, you're just a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. You're putting all your chips into your kid. You're like, oh, yeah. you're going to be the winner and all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. Got it. So just like letting them letting them win, letting them lose. Yeah. yeah. But always making sure that, that no matter what, I'm going to love you. Yeah. Of course. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to a point where, where I didn't let my dad watch my matches because he would just be so critical of everything that I did. Mm. Even if I won the match, the first thing we would do, Ryan, Ryan the car would be like, this is all the things you did wrong. Like, well, you yeah. could have done all of these oh better. Why are you doing yeah, yeah. this? Yeah. Like, you got to go back and train. I'm like, I won a match. Wow. Like, you know, I did well. Didn't I do well? Yeah. And that's what kind of like mentally kind of messed me up. Interesting. So, yeah. So, well, well, see, I mean, that's important because it's like if, if, if we want to like breed champions, you know, mm -hmm. like I think as parents now, yep. you as a parent, me as a parent, like we, we're raising the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So it's it's being aware. But what were we, we going to say, Coach? No, I mean, I was complete opposite because, like, I didn't have my dad, you know? That's why the main thing with dad was, you know, somebody actually took the time to see, like, you know, oh, this kid has potential. He actually has what it takes. But it's just, you know, we got to put it in the right, say, context in the right you know, direction mm. when it comes to uh, trying to achieve something. Yeah. Right? Because it... I, who knows if I had that? I'm like, shit. Yeah. I don't got really far, you know, super yeah. far. But good support system. Yeah, the, the support, support system is mm -hmm. very important. Support very system. Important. Mm -hmm. Support system, love. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, 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 there's a word for it, but like uh, uh, grace. Yes. Allowing grace, like yeah. like allowing yeah. your kids to yeah. 
to fail and de- fail, like, and, fail. And, and learn exactly but, but be like you know what we'll get them next time kind of thing or exactly. something like that good match mm-hmm. embrace the win and then we you know let's get back to it you know yeah, because there, there's still more work done to work to be done yeah, yep, exactly. but let's go get you some ice cream or something right yeah. or something right yeah, like a little rewo- reward, yeah, exactly. right? Reward for the win, but <laughs> but you know, but still be like, oh, okay, like cool. I'm not done. I did good, and you know, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, I, I got a story. It's funny. Um, so my dad was like, once I graduated high school, he was like, oh, you want to like try to go pro, right? Like, because it takes a lot of money for to go pro for tennis because you have to travel, you got to pay for flights, all that stuff, play for tournaments. <laughs> and he said the one catch though was like. You got to, if, you, if I do this and I pay for you, you have to um, dump your girlfriend right now. <laughs> what? But it's just like the way he said it, you know what I yeah. mean? Like he could have said it a different way and I could have been like, okay, yeah, let's let's figure this out. You but get he get rid was, of baggage. <laughs> but basically that was it. He was just like, no. And then me, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm a kid, 16, 17 years old. I'm like, yeah, that's what, do you, what do you mean, dad? Like, what, what are you talking about? You know? Wow. That's intense. <laughs> that's intense. My dad was pretty intense. It's funny. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of stories. He broke my racket one time. I wasn't playing a certain way how he wanted me to. Got my racket and just broke it in half. And so we're not, we're done today. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. But these are things like in his mind, he was trying to, you know, this is the best that he understood how to love me and understand and care for me. 100%. So I understand that now. Well, to me, it's the opposite. Like, I learned how to fight angry because <laughs> I was so angry. Like, you know, like, man. This motherfucker's not here, you know? Yeah. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Anybody that's come across me, that's your face. He's mm. like, Damn. I am going to kick your yeah. shit out of you. Mm. It's basically what it is. Like, you internalize and you just let it manifest there and can boil over. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? I got you. <laughs> going to die. Yeah. Going to die. <laughs> Every time. Yep. Every time. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but product of our environments for yeah, sure for sure yeah. i mean because i mean i i grew up disciplined as well but um it's just different now it's like it's so tough like to raise children nowadays because you don't want to you don't want to discipline too hard mm-hmm. but at the same time too it's like you don't it's like you it's like you don't want to you don't want to raise up pussies either absolutely you know? yeah. absolutely like i think the first time i cried in front of my dad was like i was like 17 or something mm-hmm. like 18 years old i just couldn't take it anymore because he was just like just like it was just discipline on discipline, discipline. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. like broke down, you know. Um, I think but it served I mean, you well, though. But it served me well. Yeah. yeah, it served me well. So, but like, I mean, now he's a softy. But like, I don't know. It's like, but it's finding that balance, you know. It's like because I don't, I don't know if to be because my my dad was an angry man too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's funny. It's like it's like dads are angry people. <laughs> I guess I I guess I can be an angry man too with my kids. I don't know. Yeah. Is that is that what comes out of us as dads to be angry? I, I don't know if it's anger. It's like I think you 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 expect or you want the best, right? And you're, I guess, we're painting a picture like, oh, my kid shouldn't be doing this or whatever. Like, mm. you know, that's what you're thinking, yeah. and then it just comes out like angry. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Dudes, we don't know how to regulate emotions. That's for chicks. <laughs> That's you for <know>? chicks. <laughs> but That's but yeah. probably what it is. But it's just like, you know, yeah, we can, we can definitely have a better delivery system when it comes to, you know, delivering the message to children. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I think I can work so. on that, too, because, like, my wife would be like, yo, that was too much. I'm like... All right, like you know, but yeah. I think that's the balance. So that's a good balance when it comes to like you know uh, having a man mm. 
and a woman in the house in the household mm-hmm. like you know growing up with two parents instead of just one mm-hmm. yeah that's why i think it's very important to have both of those you know yeah. dynamic because like dude like more than likely the, the the child would succeed right because like you're the i don't i don't care if like you know if you're the disciplinarian and all that stuff mm-hmm. Cause you have to be, mm-hmm. especially if you're raising a like Max, you know, like he's yep. a dude. Yep. And then, of course, the soft nurturing side will come from the mom, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's just how the way. That's yeah. that's how the way it should be. Yep. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Regardless of you, role gender people, the same. <laughs> yeah. We do have roles to play in society. That's we how do. the way it is. Yeah. It's no, it's it's it, it's the truth though. It's the truth, and I, I'm very traditionalist. You know, if, um, you know, I my if you guys don't know my wife stays at home you know she's been a stay-at-home mom since what october of 2021 or 22 mm-hmm. so it's like you know like she's at home with the kids i'm at work you know and uh 100 she's a nurturer i'm like i'm the one that kind of like yeah. lays the law but at the same time too when i'm not there she she's gonna have to play the both roles too oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah so um yeah i think it helps keep kids in check because I think when you know, kids get older, especially your, like you know your, your kids' age, they're gonna push boundaries <laughs> and they're gonna push it to a limit, right? Because they, they don't know, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're just trying things, right? And so if there's no one like you know a, a father figure or someone who's going to be strict, you know, or be that uh, disciplinary, then then it's just gonna go unchecked, yeah. and then they're just gonna yeah. be yep, just, just f off, literally, right? and that's how they grow up, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm paying the I'm paying the piper now. I I used to that's what I used to do a lot. It was just like push the mm-hmm. line every time, every day, and then I think that's why I was so disciplined, just because I was I was just kept pushing, pushing, pushing yeah. until it broke, and I'm like okay, and then I get and I reset and then push and push and push until it breaks, you know. So it's like I think that's how kids are though. I mean like not most kids, but a lot of kids are, you know, like um, all the time, man. I just have to raise my voice just a little bit, and they're just like, they're just like. You know, they yeah. snap back and like, okay, well, we know that that makes dad mad, mm-hmm. you know, but they'll, they'll keep doing it because they're kids. Of course. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> we all did it. Yeah. We all did it to a point. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I think, I, I think understanding, like telling them like why you're getting mad is important. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes like when my dad, you know, people will just get mad and just be like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. You don't even know, right? Yeah, like, especially when you're a kid. Yep. And you're just That's like, a good point. you yelled at me and you, whatever, and I was reading a book or something, you know? Mm. Or maybe you were reading a book and ripping pages out. And you don't understand that because maybe it. the mental state's not there yet, right? You're just Filipinos, fuck, bro. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are just Filipinos, fuck. Let's just, let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, very disciplinary. Like, my dad was very disciplinary for sure. God damn it, JP. I know. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, those are the days, though. Yeah. So when did you move out? Me? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like a, my parents' Your house? Your parents' house. Oh, yeah. I was old, bro. It's Filipino, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was, so I moved out in college. Like that's when I actually moved out for like a few, like at least six months to a year. And then I moved back because my mom got sick. Mm. So I moved back with her. But I was like late 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Because I know you moved out early. Super early. Yeah. yeah I moved out. 16? No, I'm 17 turning 18. Okay. Damn, that's nice. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, dude, I, I was, um, I was, at that time, I was working at the Venetian already. Mm. Like, uh, and, and then I saved enough money to basically, like, you know what? 
I don't even have a car. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm going to get an apartment first. Nice. Me and my dog, you know? <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to live under this rule because they're saying, like, in my house, my rules. I'm like, yep. no, nah, pay your mortgage, dude. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm. So if that's what how it's going to be. I'm out. Yep. And then I'm going to be my own man then, you know, just because, like, I don't want to play by the rules because your rules suck mm. in my mind, you know? Yeah. And that's actually the best thing I've ever done for myself. For sure. Bar none. Because I did learn how to, like, you know, be an adult at an mm. early age. Yeah. And I made a lot of mistakes, that's for sure. But yeah. at the same token, I'm like, you know, if, if I didn't make those mistakes, I wouldn't be where, you know, I am right now. 100%. For that. Because, you know, I mean, I do learn fast. <laughs> like, I do learn fast. <laughs> Well, it takes one time, you know. <laughs> That's well, it. You, I mean, it's so true, though. You learn more from failing than you do from winning. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yes. Every mm-hmm. freaking time. Yeah. Every time, which is the beauty of it. So it's like we almost want to look for failure, you I, know? Yeah, I think you should always look to, not always fail, but look to try and do, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I think people are afraid of the unknown and like the because of like comfort factor yeah. on everything, right? Because if it's not comfortable, they're not going to do it. Exactly. It's like when you hear like people come yeah. in like, oh my god, and then they find out like, oh my god, this place is great. Yeah. Right. But it's that initial step of like, oh my, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Or for sure. They think scenarios in their head at ninety-nine percent of the time would would not happen. It's a proven yeah. fact. Yeah, our mind is you know, very very powerful yeah, with that. They. You, you process like what if I do this what if I do that uh, well, like no dude just do it yeah mm. you gotta you gotta try to fail just mm-hmm. try. try to fail attempt yeah. attempt yeah. attempt something that yeah. is uncomfortable and if you fail that is okay but that's the yeah. thing it's not if it's when yeah every time though yeah that's true you know it's spe- it, I, I think it just is like I think it's like when people re- like just like swallow the pill that I'm gonna fail more times than I'm gonna win yeah they won't be so afraid to do yes it analysis for paralysis like i'm just gonna i'm gonna fail i'm gonna fail yes you are 100 percent. you're gonna fail mm-hmm. but like you're gonna learn from it yeah. and you will grow from it and i think it's just a matter of like reframing your your mind mindset when it comes to that because like if you really think about it you're, you didn't fail mm. you actually learned something are you gonna learn something so if you try something new again you're you're learning from experience you have experience on the things that you failed on right yeah because if you didn't learn, then really, then now you're a failure. But like, if yeah. you do learn, that's, good one. that's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna you're gonna have that. All right, I'm not starting from scratch. I'm starting from experience. This one is gonna be way better than when I first started with no experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember like when you took chances that you like actually failed? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh yeah. For Give sure. us an example. Okay. So. There was a, I was what, 20 years old, and there was this like investment thing that it was like, supposed to be like, you know, whatever, the next big thing. And I was like, you know what, I got the money, I'll, fuck it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And backfired. Mm-hmm. Backfired. So that was me. I was like, okay, maybe I should do a little bit more research on the things I dumped my money on instead of just trusting that, you know. So lesson learned you know yeah very expensive but you know but you learn but you learn yeah right? i guess i guess it's not failing it's like learn getting learning like you're learning yeah. learning lessons along the way 100 percent. yeah that's what you because that's if, what it is if i didn't do that then i wouldn't learn how to like research things about you know 
exactly. financial stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think I think you're like I understand. Maybe you paid a lot, but you literally paid to learn not to do something like this. Oh yeah. You know. And again, it's like if, if you think about it like long term, that's like it's cheap. It's a cheap lesson, even though at that time, you're like, God damn, it's exactly. a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. You know. I know. I got a laundry list, man. What do you <laughs> want? What What year? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's it. Like yeah, like back in my day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, give me something. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, let's just talk about business. I mean, my, fir- my first uh, business venture was a T-shirt company. Okay. It was uh, you like it wear. Dot com. Hey, okay. And, I uh, like and, that. The, and the logo was you like it, and um, that's that's what I first started with. Uh-huh. And I ended up uh, buying this uh, used rig to make t-shirts mm-hmm. bad choice one that was my first fail mm-hmm. right there was because it was it was from a shady guy um. and he ended up using me um for to make screens for him for cheap wow, really and so it's like i would make the screen so i got i learned how to make a screen because when you screen print you have to like you have to make your own screen to like that makes this mm-hmm. yeah and so but it has to be like so i got good at it but and then i was selling selling to him for like cheap bro mm. um and then the machine that he sold me was like was junk so like it was like an eight station machine but only like two and a half or three stations worked Oh jeez. and like and it was just like it was just like bad i made like one batch of shirts um but i, I made multiple screens mm-hmm. And then uh, I ended up just I ended up just selling the machine and like breaking up my relationship with that guy because I just was fe- I was feeling used. Mm-hmm. So there, relationship, learning yep, about relationships, we're yes. yep. learning learning about sales, learning about getting actually a good product mm-hmm. and buy like buy ones, cry ones. Um, and then I got into network marketing. Mm-hmm. Probably the best decision of my life, to be honest with you. I learned a lot. Learned a lot. Um, I, uh, uh, a lot of uh, public speaking. Did a lot of public speaking, mm-hmm. a lot of public speaking, because I would go in, in front of the house, in front of the, the living room, and I would just speak my story, oh, yeah. sell the dream, and um, did that for two years. Wow. That's good. Yeah, and just did that for two years, and then, but the company kind of started going south, and then that's when I dipped, and then, um, so boom, experience right there, right? Those are and valuable. then I had to go back into the workforce, and I went to GNC. Uh huh. And that's where I kind of my fitness journey started was in GNC, became a store manager. I hired Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. Oh, I hired okay. Brandon. Then he, so I was a good salesman, but he was a better salesman than me. And so it was, it was, that was a, that was a learning curve for me, mm-hmm. swallowing that, like, I'm not the best, that there's other people that are going to be better than mm-hmm. me. And then, you um, learn how to delegate. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Delegation is very important. Mm-hmm. So I learned delegation then. Um, and then um, my girlfriend at the time, now she's my wife, but she, that was the last breakup that we went up, we went through. Mm-hmm. And that's when my fitness journey started. I was like, man, I want to be, I want to be a model so I can get a model wife. So that was my whole, that's how I started my mm-hmm. fitness journey. I want to, I want to be, I want a model wife. So I need to be a model. Okay. So, and then I learned discipline and dedication and dieting. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then I got a coach, and I thought that was a good decision. And that it is was, a good decision. That wasn't a good decision, Why though. Why not? Because she put me, and this is, we can lead into this, she put me on all the drugs under the roof. She's like, if you want to be a champion, you need to, you need to do all these, mm-hmm. and this is your protocol. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I was willing to do anything. I'm like, I want, I want to be a champion. So mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to do it. 
So she literally put me on so many drugs, dude. I didn't need any of them. Any of them. I could have I could have been on stage maybe within six months of, of legit dieting if she knew what the fuck she was talking about. I could have been on stage within six months, maybe even three months, because I was already lean. Like I was looking good. But she put me on so much drugs that it just it bloated me. It like blew me up. I wasn't getting I wasn't getting a figure anymore. I was just like I was looking it was just weird, bro. It was just like a weird time. So decision right there. Pick your pick a good coach. Yes. yes. You know? We have plenty of them, Smash Iron. Hey. Hey. Um, and so that was a learning curve right there too. Yeah. And then that's it. I mean, and and then, yeah. After that, I was like, I need, I want to open my own gym because I can, I see a lot of problems within this industry and within this, and I just want a one-stop shop that everyone can come in. And then, and then, we can go through a whole bunch of failures through Smash, but that's what got me to Smash. Yeah, but that so that's what's crazy, right? Like you went through all those experiences to get to here now smash iron is here mm-hmm. if you didn't maybe smash iron's not here no yeah. you're right so that's what's that's what's like the silver lining of learning right or it wouldn't learning be the, the place that it is now exactly and it's going to become mm-hmm. if you didn't fail all that other stuff exactly. or you didn't you know find out 100 percent. i mean because like i tried it was like i didn't know i was going to open a gym i had no mm-hmm. idea i was going to open a gym you know, when I opened up my t-shirt company, I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. When I did when I did the uh, network marketing, I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. 100% I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not until, like, I realized, I'm like, okay, that's, like, the knowledge from network marketing of personal development. I'm like, all right, well, I know, I know from my readings that the only way to be successful in life is to be able to give back to somebody or mm-hmm. to give back to the people. Yeah. So how can I give back to people? And so I, I, it was a question that I asked myself. And then through my fitness journey, people kept asking me about like, what are you doing for your diet? What are you doing for nutrition? What are you doing for your workouts? And I started giving people this stuff. I'm like, you know what? Why not? Why don't I do? Why don't? Why don't I just take this on? Like, yeah. and I just did it as a side hustle, like just like mm-hmm. a like a side thing, personal training. And then you right now into Smash. But amazing. It was um, it was the uh, the um, I needed to put put in a effort of let me try this out exactly let me try this out let me try this out and you know am i am i mad now that my t-shirt company didn't didn't work out no mm-hmm. you know but um but yeah what are you guys thoughts on that well that was a good journey you know <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a, a lot of definitely amazing. like a lot of learning experience there and and you can see one event leading to another mm-hmm. and if you stop the one thing you know, and you cry yourself in the corner, and then you were like, okay, then you really did fail. Yeah. But the thing is, you did learn from every step of the way that you, when you failed, you didn't really fail. It was just a learning experience 100%. that you can bring in to your new endeavor. Yeah, create yeah. Create yeah. more value. Yeah. yeah. For Failing sure. forward. Yeah. Failing forward. It's, it really yeah. is. It really Failing is. Failing forward. Like I, yeah, I wish I had more speaking in front of people. That would have been great. Yeah. That's a, that's a skill I would like. Yeah. Well, let's get you in front of people, man. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shirt off, JP. <laughs> right, literally, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk a little bit about PEDs, right? Yeah. Um, I have, I have four minutes. So if oh. you guys want, we can save this for let's save next, that for next, next week. week. Yeah. Next you want to come back on next week? Yeah, sure. Coach. Sure, all right, let's do it. So yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's talk about hormones and PEDs on the next episode. And I think uh, we want to dive deeper into that. 
I know I've had actually a couple of requests from from clients and things like that about hormones and PEDs. So I think it's I think it'll be good. I think we can spend a good 30, 40 minutes just on that. Honestly, oh, absolutely. Yep. Cool. That's so broad, and there's so many mm-hmm. things that you know that yeah. goes on in that. It's 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 a it's a subject that you can go on for hours. Yes. For sure. For yeah. sure. So it might be like a two part. Mo- might be a, yeah. Multi part is good. Multi part yeah. for PEDs and hormones. Yes. Yeah. We will for have sure. multiple parts because we will. What's it called? Bullet it out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting better. Yes, we're getting we're, better. Yes, better. We're See, getting we're better. Learning we're learning every time. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's taken us 10 episodes, 11 now, but we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Katrina for uh, letting uh, letting me know that I need bullet points and not to be all over the place. So <laughs> thank you. Accepting criticism is also a good thing. That's yes. right. Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us on uh, our Smash Cash episode 11, live and uncut. I'm not going to edit this because I don't have time for it. So you're, this is this, this is, is raw. What you, see raw. What, you, what you hear is what you get. That's right. Yep. So we'll catch no you guys. No bullshit. No bullshit. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Peace. Later. Bye.